David Clark, the People's Sheriff. Okay, in the final segment here, let's get back into this gun control issue, which I think is a non-issue. There is no public support in the United States to drastically alter the Second Amendment, nor is there any public support to eliminate the Second Amendment or, you know, through the constitutional process, amend it or repeal it. And the left knows that, so they have to try to do it in this this way of trying to get lower courts to acquiesce to their nonsense. And then they try to do it through liberal areas enacting certain laws, testing our resolve. Here's a piece by Thomas Sowell. I, I refer to Thomas Sowell a lot. Great respect for him. Just the way that he thinks and the way that he can articulate things in a very easy to understand, unlike George Will, who thinks he's the smartest guy in the room and tries to talk over everybody's head. Thomas Sowell doesn't do that. This is from uh, a commentary piece that I found on Rasmussen, the gun control farce. Surely murder is a serious subject, which ought to be examined seriously. Instead, it is almost always examined politically in the context of gun control controversies with stock arguments on both sides that have remained the same for decades. That's what I mean when I said uh, (laughs) nothing's changed in this thing. Back to the story here. And most of those arguments are irrelevant to the central question. Do tighter gun control laws reduce the murder rate? That is not an esoteric question or one for which no empirical evidence is available. Think about it. We have 50 states, each with its own gun control laws, and many of those laws have gotten even tighter or looser over the years. There must be tons of data that could indicate whether murder rates went up or down when either of these things happened. But have you ever heard any gun control advocates cite any such data? Tragically, gun control has become one of those fact-free issues that spawn outbursts of emotional rhetoric and mutual recriminations about the National Rifle Association and or the Second Amendment. If restrictions on gun ownership do reduce murders, we can repeal the Second Amendment, as other constitutional amendments have been repealed. Law exists to protect people. People do not exist to perpetuate laws. But if tighter restrictions on gun ownership do not reduce murder, what is the point of tighter gun control laws and what is the point of demonizing the National Rifle Association? There are data not only from our 50 states, but also from other countries around the world. Professor Joyce Lee Malcolm's empirical study, Guns and Violence, The English Experience, should be eye-opening for all those who want their eyes open. However small that number of people might be. Professor Malcolm's book also illustrates the, illustrates the difference between isolated cherry-picked facts and rele- relevant imperial evidence. Many gun control av- advocates have cited the much higher murder rates in the United States than in England as due to tighter gun control laws in England. But prof- Professor Malcolm's study points out that the murder rate in New York has been some multiple of the murder rate in, young, uh, in London for two centuries, and during most of that time, neither city has, ex- has serious restrictions on gun ownership. As late as 1954, there were no controls on shotguns in England, Professor Malcolm reported. 
but only 12 cases of armed robbery in London. Of these, only four had real guns. But in the remainder of the 20th century, gun control laws became even more severe, and armed robberies in London soared to 1,400 by 1974. As the number of legal firearms has dwindled, the number of armed crimes have risen is her summary of that history in England. Conversely, in the United States, the number of handguns in American homes has more than doubled between 1973 and 1992 while the murder rate went down. There are relevant facts available, but if you, do, you are not likely to hear about them from politicians currently pushing for tighter gun control laws or from mainstream media when those facts go against the claims of gun control advocates. Despite hundreds of thousands of times a year when Americans use firearms defensively, none of those incidents is likely to be reported in the mainstream media, even when lives are saved as a result. But one accidental firearm death in a home will be broadcast and rebroadcast from coast to coast. Virtually all empirical studies in the United States show that tightening gun control laws has not reduced crime in general or murder rates in particular. Is this because only people opposed to gun control do empirical studies? Or is it because facts uncovered in empirical studies make the arguments of gun control zealots untenable? In both England and the United States, those people most zealous for tighter gun control laws tend also to be most lenient toward criminals and more restrictive on police. The net result is that law-abiding citizens have become more vulnerable when they are disarmed and criminals disobey gun control laws as they disobey other laws. The facts are too plain to be ignored. Moreover, the consequences are too dangerous to law-abiding citizens whose lives are put in jeopardy on the basis of fact-free assumptions and unexamined dogmas. Such arguments are a farce, but not the least bit funny. Again, that's Thomas Sowell. I don't have to say anything more than that. There's nothing I can add. You know, we've heard this over and over and over again. There's no empirical data, no empirical study or research that's peer-reviewed that shows that gun control will reduce violence or reduce mass murders. But here's what this has always been about for the left. This has always been about the NRA. Because the NRA, with nearly 5 million members, is a very strong voting block and a very strong influence on Capitol Hill to protect the Constitution. Members of the NRA are opposed to these leftist gun control zealots, and that's why they want to destroy or break up the NRA. Not because they believe that gun control would work in terms of reducing crime or violence, or mass murders, but they want to break up this powerful voting block. It's always been that way for the left. In closing, I want to comment on this sit-in, this ridiculous infantile activity by Democrat members of Congress in the House of Representatives because they couldn't get their way. Now, here are grown men and women acting like high school or college-age kids at a sit-in at a student union. These people have no dignity, 
John Lewis. John Lewis ought to be retired by the people in his congressional district. He's like an aging fighter who thinks he's got one more fight in him. When you know darn well if he gets in the ring, he's going to look old and slow and he's going to get pummeled. You seen John Lewis lately? This guy's just hanging on. That's all he's doing. He, he has no influence. Matter of fact, these new generations of, of black people growing up, they don't know who the hell John Lewis is. And he's up there leading the charge as if he's the reincarnation of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He's far from it. And I know it, it's not in vogue to say anything about John Lewis, anything negative about John Lewis. John Lewis is an embarrassment. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining me. Follow me during the week on Twitter at Sheriff Clark, C-L-A-R-K-E, at thepeoplesheriff.com. Enjoy your week, and God bless you. David Clark, The People's Sheriff, on the Blaze Radio Network. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now.